You're listening to the Hash It Out Podcast with your hosts, Samantha Harris, business mentor and marketing strategist, and Hannah LeBron, licensed esthetician and San Diego spa owner. Together, we're using our startup savvy and six-figure experience to hash out all your business struggles, build up your bottom line, and encourage you along the way. Thanks for joining us. Let's hash it out. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Hash It Out podcast. Today, we are interviewing our friend and financial advisor, Elisa Todd. She is with the Wealth Consulting Group here in San Diego. Um, She actually happens to be my financial advisor. And she specializes in working with young professionals. Um, I know she works a lot with young women, millennial entrepreneurs as well. So that's the ideal target client for her. Um, But we have a few questions for her all about planning for the future, uh, specifically as a business owner when it comes to your finances. So welcome, Elisa. Thank you, guys. I'm so excited to chat all things money with you guys. We're super excited you're here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually grew up in Europe and my family moved to California about 10 years ago. And growing up, I always knew I wanted to do something in business. You know, my dad's a businessman and I saw him do travel law, have different business meetings. And it's something that I knew I wanted to go towards. And when I was deciding, you know, when you're applying for colleges and looking at different majors for all the business majors, I kind of appealed more to finance because I was always good with numbers. So I went to San Diego State and enrolled in an Aztec mentor program. And I got connected with a really awesome financial advisor, actually my first mentor in the business. And I know Sam, he's like one of your mentors too. Actually a mentor and friend of mine too. Really weird. Super small world. Yeah. (laughs) So he introduced me to what he does, you know, what, what a financial advisor does, how they work with clients and the business that you can build for yourself. And I absolutely loved it. And I did the mentor program again, got connected with another really great financial advisor. And so every experience that I had with the financial advisor was so positive. I love the fact that you're really able to make a difference in clients' lives and really help them a lot. And while building a business for yourself. So that's how I ended up in, in my field right now. Cool. That's awesome. awesome. I know. Shout out to Adrian. He's a great mentor. Super <laughs> awesome. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we have a few questions for you regarding business and finance and all that kind of stuff. So Hannah, do you want to do the question? Okay, sure. Um, so one of the questions we got was, um, can a financial advisor help with debt? Yes, in terms of coming up with the most efficient strategy to pay off debt, absolutely, it's a good idea to consult with a financial advisor, especially nowadays with student loans being in much higher amounts than they were years ago. There's also a lot of credit card debt um, by many Americans out there. So we do have clients that have come to us asking for the most efficient plan to use the money that they have to pay off credit card while also saving for some things in the future. Do you find that a lot of your young female clients have a lot of credit card debt? (laughs) I wouldn't um, pinpoint it to just female clients. Like I I haven't personally noticed a difference between male or female clients, but there should, there has been a rise of student loan debt for sure. Um, And then credit card debt, it hasn't really been, oh, just millennial, young, you know, Mm -hmm. nurse. It's been kind of across the board. We see a lot of credit card debt. I feel like it's been a pretty, like, big issue since, like, the 80s, right? Credit card debt. 
Yeah, and I think yeah. it's just now there's it's so much easier easier um, it's such easy access, right? You're always getting yeah. these promos sent out to you, get the points for travel and whatnot. So it's just mm -hmm. a lot more accessible to people. Yeah, we have like personally, we have a few credit cards and we have we cut out some because we got one credit card we found one that we're like okay this is perfect so let's like get rid of the others because it's so tempting to be like okay well i can get some points here and then you like, yeah put money all over the place instead of like okay like here and like exactly knowing where your money is yeah exactly so one of the tips oh sorry <laughs> i said hannah has a really awesome credit card that i'm really jealous of. <laughs> yeah one of the tips that we do give our clients when we're coming up with their uh, financial plan and we're actively paying down debt is to stop using the credit cards until the credit cards are completely paid up and really changing your mindset into using a debit card um, and only using the money that you have available to you. Yeah, that's how I started like with my business. Like I expanded slowly and the only time I ever used credit cards was like the most recent expansion mm -hmm. because I was like, I don't want, to have to owe like 20 grand right and i have this small little business here mm -hmm. like i don't want to be working just to pay off my debt i think that's a really good tip like when you're first starting out you want to keep your overhead as minimal as possible so like i didn't even start investing in and thankfully i have a business where it's really low overhead but i didn't even start investing in programs that cost money really until like a year in because I, I was in the same boat. I didn't want to have a lot of expenses. I didn't want to go into debt. And so that can be super dangerous. Yeah. When you're just swiping a credit card, you're not really thinking about it as, oh, this is actually money that is going to have to come out of my bank account. It just right. feels so easy. It doesn't feel like real money. <laughs> yeah. Or you're like, oh, I'll pay it off like next week or something. And then something comes up and then you're like, oh, yeah, no, I don't have that money anymore. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I was joking with my little sister when she got her first credit card when she was 18 and I was, she was like, Oh, don't look at my credit card statement. I was looking at it. It was literally like a food diary. And I was like, Kimberly, <laughs> but I think, you know, some of us have been there and I, I get it, but yeah, you gotta avoid that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and one thing that people don't realize is it really, it also affects your, your credit, how much you're putting on your, on your credit card. So even if you're paying yeah. off the full balance, if you are utilizing more than about 30% of the total credit that's available to you, so for example, if you have a $10,000 limit and you ideally want to stay below $3,000 on that card, right? You have a, you know, a positive score in that credit um, score factor. That's really interesting. Um, so another question that we have is, um, so as a financial advisor, um, do you do like budgeting tips for new business owners? Like say um, I come to you and I'm like, okay, well, I want to buy this machine, this facial machine or something. Is that something that you would help? Like, okay, well, maybe you need to, you know, save here a little bit before you buy that or like, or just go ahead, buy it. You have the money. Go for it. Um, so that's a really good question. So budgeting and cash flow management is really one of our core services that we really will help our clients with. So we like to say that we act as our client's personal CFO. So mm -hmm. um, we really sit down with you and look at all of your expenses and budget. And whenever a big expense like that come up, whether it's for your personal life or business life, yeah, absolutely consult with us or consult with whoever financial planner that you're working with to make sure that it's in line 
with your cash flow as well as your long-term goals and vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's my problem. There's always in, in the beauty industry, I'm sure in other industries, but like they're always coming out with a new machine, a new product, right. um, something new. And we try to stay on top of the, like the industry. Like yeah. You want the best up with it, right? stuff. So I'm like, oh, there's a new machine. It's $20,000. Do I <laughs> finance that? Do I spend the money in the bank account? So that was one of my things when I first found an accountant. I was like, do you offer this service too? And she doesn't really offer that. She does more like payroll and that. So yeah. um, I've always been looking for someone that will help. So I, I do have a meeting with Elisa. <laughs> so I'm excited. Oh, you do? I'm excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> That's the reason that I chose Elisa and like why, you know, their, their firm is a little different than most. Um, most of them are just mostly like, they're just going to sell you products. Right. And then with these guys, what they specialize in is like being your personal CFO. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I need that. I need somebody to tell me like, you probably should be spending this money here rather than at the steakhouse every Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I have a lot of questions we've had from other business owners is like, how do we know when we need to invest money into like getting an account or, you know, when should we spend the money to buy these, you know, bigger equipments and all this kind of things like that. So mm -hmm. I think that's really important to know that a financial advisor, you in particular, like offer that kind of mm -hmm. service. service. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I have all these questions. I should... um, some self-employed options for preparing for um, their future, like retirement. Yeah. So one of the reasons why I really enjoy working with self-employed people or business owners is because you actually have so many options when it comes to retirement planning. Um, a lot of people don't realize that there are things besides a 401k or a traditional IRA or Roth IRA that is available to um, you know, most employees or people um, working. But, when it but if you're self-employed, if you're owning a business, you actually have a lot more options to choose different types of retirement plans. And I actually have a whole retirement plan series on my YouTube channel where I break down a lot of the different five different retirement plans that are available to business owners in a lot more detail mm -hmm. but really when it comes to choosing a retirement plan that's most suited for you or your business just a few things to keep in mind is really um, you weigh your current cash flow situation so how much do you want to contribute that's our sometimes steers is in the right direction on which plan to go towards because there's certain different limits or certain maximums that you can put into different retirement plans as well as looking, we would look at your current tax situation because there's some tax advantages that you can really take advantage of as a business owner while saving for retirement and then taking into consideration your own long-term retirement planning goals. Mm -hmm. You know, really thinking how is your business going to play into your retirement? Do you plan to sell your business? Um, and then figuring out the viability of that, you know, or do you plan to have your business continue running on its own, maybe with hiring employees and taking an income stream out that way. So it's just a lot of different options um, to think about. Yeah, right now I, well, I think in the last maybe two years, I just um, signed up for a Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how it works, but I do put a certain amount every month into it. And so I'm super excited to talk to you. <laughs> what am I going to do with all this now? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at least you're starting, right? 
Because yeah. sometimes starting is the most difficult part to set up an account and start contributing, no matter how small it is. The good thing is that you're starting. Yeah, because I mean, my husband has a really good, he has good retirement and stuff, but I'm like, okay, God forbid anything happened between him and I. I'm like, I need a little bit of something for me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and any, like, the more money you have saved up for when you retire, the better. Right. So. All right. I think that a lot of people consider staying in their job rather than opening the business they might have dreamed of their whole life um, is because of like the uncertainty about retirement Mm -hmm. and the fact that they might be getting a retirement or a pension or something from their employer Mm -hmm. and that's why they don't leave. So I think it's good to know that you have solutions for self-employed people too, because absolutely, I know a lot of people deter themselves from making that jump because of the retirement. Yeah, because when I started my business, I was it was like 2009 though, and that was the last thing in my mind though. I didn't <laughs> even like think of it. I was just like, okay, we gotta like get to making money, and then I was like, okay, well, what am I gonna do with this money? I'm just gonna sit in a savings account forever. Right. I'm like, I need to figure out how to do like how to invest. Um, okay. And then another question we have was if you have any, um, tips for business owners, whether it's a small business, like self-employed or like small corporations, Mm -hmm. is there anything that you feel like is just really important for them to know about like financial advisors or what they should do as far as yeah absolutely well the first thing is to you know try to do this right as you begin your business but is to keep your personal and business finances separate Mm -hmm. so having different separate credit cards and separate bank accounts um especially i've seen i've worked with a few um, like solopreneurs like escort um just people that quit their job and decided to pursue their passion and just really teaching them the foundation. I've just seen some people use the same credit card for personal business expenses mm-hmm. um, or have just one bank account, but really making that distinction between you as a business owner and then your personal money, right? right? Just getting those separate, separated. And then that way you can track your own business expenses a lot better. It also helps your CPA or bookkeeper, whoever helps you with your taxes to keep those separate mm-hmm. when it comes to tax season. Um, a, f- a few other things to keep in mind is really don't procrastinate. You know, all, all three of us are business owners in, and so yeah. you guys can relate where you're so focused on growing your business. Sometimes it can be easy to forget about your long-term future, you know, and mm-hmm. there's nothing that can uh, make up for time because of compound interest. So even if you're waiting like five years, that really does affect your long-term uh, plan. So no matter how small it is, just get started right now. Even if you feel like you don't have the time to sit down and think about your retirement plan, really make it a priority. Make yourself a priority um, because your future self will thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you have a business partner um, or multiple partners, think about you know your succession plan. Do you have those key documents in place? To um, you know, to so make sure that you're talking to a business attorney and just getting all of your business documents in order, especially if you have multiple partners and thinking about succession planning. You know, what happens if one of the business owners passes away? You know, what happens to the business? Just all sorts of things that you can work with a business attorney and then a financial advisor on to just make sure that you and your business are protected as well. 
Perfect. Um, I have a, another question that I just thought of. Um, so do you, I mean, I'm sure you do, but if say someone is like right out of like college and they want to start their own business mm -hmm. is talking to a financial advisor before something that you think they should definitely do. I mean, I'm sure you do, but yeah, well, I was just gonna say, I think people in general can benefit from talking with a financial advisor. You know, I feel like it's almost like telling a personal trainer that you'll talk to them once you're in shape. Right. <laughs> that's pretty good. Like, that's good well, if you just work with that personal trainer or that financial advisor, maybe we can get you there quicker or come right. up with a much clearer vision and strategy. You know, the what we tell our clients is we're kind of like your accountability partner. We're really helping you on your financial fitness to help keep you on track with your spending, your different goals, and really teaching you how to use money as a tool to live a life you love. That was one of the things that I, and when people ask me, like, what would you do differently when you're building your business? It's like, I wish I would talk to the, have talk, spoken to professionals before, um, you know, talk to an accountant and financial advisor, um, just because now doing it a little later in the business is a little, in my opinion, a little more stressful. Cause I'm like, oh, I could have done this before and I wouldn't have to deal with all the mistakes that I've made. <laughs> So if someone's just starting a business, at what point do you recommend they speak with a financial advisor? Like right when they're starting, once they are in the black, like at what point? Well, I think it doesn't hurt to talk to a financial advisor kind of as soon as a thought crosses your mind, just to see what's out there, what that, what an advisor can do for you. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and like help you kind of like, well, you know, make a budget. Like, exactly. Like a business. Yeah. This is where you need to put money into. You have this money. You need to make this money in order to do that. Well, I mean, I know what Elisa does, but if you want to go through like a rundown of kind of what your job looks like on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, kind of a day in the life. Yeah. Of me. <laughs> <laughs> like we just sure. talked about yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we did. So one of the things I really like about this career is that every day is very different actually, but I do a lot of the core, maybe similar activities. It's just with different people. So for example, I do a lot of networking. Mm -hmm. So I'm in different networking groups. Um, and then I just meet a lot of different professional contacts at different events that I attend. Mm -hmm. I'm also on the board for a Japanese nonprofit. Mm -hmm. I have a, a lot of events that I go to uh, go for, for that. Um, and a lot of board meetings, for example, I do, a lot of client review meetings a big obviously a big part of growing my business is to sit down with new potential clients and then when it comes to you know anything outside of meetings like that i have a I work with my team to come up with the different financial strategies for clients so it's a lot of um, working on clients financial plans coming up with for example their investment strategies their um, looking at clients' cash flow and budgeting, coming up with the different topics and focuses that we're going to have at each check-in. Because mm -hmm. that's one of the things that we believe add value is to have those regular check-ins after yeah. they deliver a financial plan. You know, we don't go through everything, uh, the th entire financial planning process and just send you off your way. Like, here, here it is. This is what your right. future likes. Here are the action items and good luck to you. And no, that's not how we work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have regular check-ins. So, I do a lot of the preparation for those meetings. Perfect. 
Awesome. So how can people contact you if they want to learn more and where can they connect with you online? Yes, absolutely. So um, I am on, I have a Facebook page, uh, a LinkedIn and a YouTube. And for all of those, it's my name, Alisa Todd. And oh, Alisa is A-L-I-S-S-A. <laughs> and it's two D's. Yes, P-O-D-D. That's right. And I also have a website. It's mywealthcg.com. So those are really like the best ways to get a hold of me. And I'm very active on social media on those platforms as well. So I'm always, you know, if any, if there's any questions, it's, you can send me a message or reach out to me that way. Awesome. We will link all of that below in the show notes for you guys. Um, and it was so nice talking to you. Yeah, so nice to talk to you guys. I'm so excited to meet with you next week and just give you all my money and be like, <laughs> for me. That's Hannah's like signature phrase. I'll give you all my money. <laughs> yeah. Take my stuff, fix it, and that's fine. I'll no questions. Yes, I'm excited to work with you guys. <laughs> well, we really appreciate your time today, Elisa. I also, I'm already a client of Elisa, but I have to get my budget together so we can get our kickoff meeting going. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so we're working on that together and I'm excited to work with you as well. So um, if you guys want to hear more from Elisa, be sure to follow along with her. If you are listening to this episode, we would absolutely love it if you would screenshot, tag us on Instagram at hash it out babes and share that with your followers. And um, if you have any questions for Elisa, like I said, just uh, reach out to her and we cannot wait to uh, see what you guys think. Um.